Tonight, God's Word comes to us once again from the book of Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. We'll begin our reading at verse 15 and then read through verse 1 of chapter 4. Colossians 3, beginning at verse 15. What we hear now is God's word. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. Wives, submit to your husbands, as is fitting in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives, and do not be harsh with them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. Bondservants, obey in everything those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service, as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. For the wrongdoer will be paid back for the wrong he has done, and there is no partiality. Masters, treat your bondservants justly and fairly, knowing that you have a master in heaven. Here we in the reading of God's holy word. Well, we are continuing our series within a series uh, on Christian conduct in the home. It's a reminder to us that, that God has set the standards for what a Christian home is to look like. And he gives us instructions about that. In the Christian home, wives are called to submit to their husbands. In the Christian home, husbands are called to love their wives. And both of these in response to what God has done for us. Remember, we start our reading at verse 15, but we have to go back to verse 1 of chapter 3. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Seek the things that are above. Because of what Christ has done for us. Because we know the glories of salvation. How do we thank God? We thank God by following His standards for what our life should look like. And tonight... We're up to verse 20. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. I am so thankful to see children that your parents have brought you to worship tonight. That's an expression of how much they love you. That you too might come and sit under the preaching of the Word of God. Now, next Sunday night, 
We're going to give some instruction to the parents. So next Sunday, you show them how much you love them by reminding mom and dad to come back to church next Sunday evening. Kids, as I was working on this sermon, I guess I was a little bit disappointed. Because tonight, there's nothing I'm going to say that you don't already know. I have nothing particularly new to bring to you. But I guess that was the case with um, wives submitting to husbands and husbands loving your wives. That was, that was not new either. It was an expression, an application of God's holy word. So tonight we are going to look at the word of God. Perhaps nothing new, perhaps something you haven't heard before, but a wonderful reminder of what God's call is to children that they are to obey their parents. Now, why is obedience to parents important? And I guess if I could put it this simply, obedience to parents should be important to us because it's important to God. It's important to God, children, that you obey your parents. And if it's important to Him, it should be important to us. Now, we as parents love it too. We as parents love it when our children are obedient to us. But it goes beyond pleasing mom and dad. This is how we show our love to God. Because He's the one that's given us the instruction. And as we've seen in this letter to the Colossians, Paul is very terse, he is very brief in this section, really giving us only one line of instruction. To the wives, he says, submit to your husbands. To the husbands, he says, love your wives. Very brief. What does he say to you children? Paul could have said, children... Share the gospel of Jesus with your friends. He could have said that. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing to share the gospel. He could have said, children, make sure you eat all of your vegetables. Children, make sure you wash behind your ears. He doesn't say any of those things. In his one line to children, children, obey your parents. This is the one thing he wants you to know from God. Because God has always been concerned about children obeying their parents. Already in the Old Testament, God expresses that concern. And I'm going to read now from Deuteronomy 21. And if you don't want to turn there, at least, kids, you have to write this verse down. Because if I didn't tell you this was in the Bible, you might not believe me. Deuteronomy 21. Deuteronomy 21, beginning at verse 18. We have instructions about how children relate to their parents. Deuteronomy 21, verse 18. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and though they discipline him, will not listen to them, then his father and his mother shall take hold of him, 
and bring him out to the elders of his city at the gate of the place where he lives. And they shall say to the elders of his city, This our son is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones. God takes obedience to parents very, very seriously. So much so that if a child lived a life of rebellion, he would not listen to his father and mother, the penalty was death. We must take obedience to parents seriously because God takes it seriously. Think of the book of Proverbs, a book which really in many ways is is the instructions of parents to their children. Proverbs begins, Proverbs chapter 1, Hear your father's instruction. Forsake not your mother's teaching, for they are a graceful garland for your head and a pendant for your neck. Listen to mom and dad what the book of Proverbs says. And Proverbs is a book of wisdom. Wisdom, how to get along in life. It begins, listen to your father. Do not forsake your mother. God has always had high value of children obeying their parents. And that continues in the New Testament. You might want to turn to the book of Romans Again, this is a, um, Romans chapter 1, a, a chapter not unfamiliar to us, but it's easy to, to overlook um, what is being described here. What's being described for us is the ungodly. What do the ungodly look like? And in Romans chapter 1, verse 28, we read this. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, they're the ungodly, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, maliciousness. They are gossips, slanders, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents. This is the character of the ungodly. In this terrible list, insolent, haughty, boastful, haters of God, disobedient to parents. God has always been concerned that children would obey their parents. Why is it important to us to obey mom and dad? because it's important to God. And it's part of our obedience to Him to obey the parents He has given to us. Well, how do we come to know uh, what that obedience looks like? Again, God is so gracious to us that He tells us uh, what it is to obey our parents. Already, again, back in the Old Testament, in the Ten Commandments. Now, God's given us a a breadth of His law, but the Ten Commandments is a wonderful summary of the law of God. 
And there we have commandments about honoring God, honoring his name, honoring his day. We should not murder, we should not steal, we should not lie. And one of those ten commandments, kids, is directed particularly to you. Honor your father and your mother. One of those ten commandments that, that summary of the law is directed particularly to you to honor your father and mother. This shows you how much God cares for you, how much God loves you, because he wants you to, to live in a way that's pleasing to him. How do we do that? God teaches us through his law. Paul echoes that teaching when he says, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. Obey your parents in everything. Not just when you agree with them. Not just when what you think they are saying is wise or right. Not even if you, if you don't fully understand it. Obey your parents in everything. This is the call to children. There is... One exception and only one. Children, if your parents tell you to do something that would break the law of God, only then would you not have to obey. But I would suggest even then, before being disobedient, you would talk with someone else about it. Because, because maybe you misunderstood and you can go to a teacher at school or your Sunday school teacher or an elder. You can come talk to me. And we'll talk about what your parents are asking. And does it really ask you to violate God's law? Because as parents, we are not always good at explaining to our children why we tell them to do certain things. Why we give them particular rules. And so our kids may not understand. Kids, I want to I assure you, your parents know a lot. They have lived a lot. And they will do whatever they can to help you avoid making the same mistakes, making the same sinful choices they have. They want to help you. I don't know of any parent that says, let's make some rules to make my kid miserable. That's not why we do it. We don't make rules to make your life miserable. We make rules to make your life go well. Now God, in his love, has given us examples of what obedience looks like. And so we know obedience by looking at obedience around us. And and just like we talked about in the last weeks, husbands model submission for their wives in submission to authority. Parents model obedience for their children. Because we parents are also under authority. What are we teaching kids about what does obedience look like? We are to be obedient to the civil authorities. And yet we might say, look, 
as long as I don't get caught, I can do this particular thing. Our kids learn that. Our kids learn, okay, it's okay to disobey if I don't get caught. We are in submission to our employers. They are an authority over us. And so maybe there's a, a day that, oh, we're not feeling really well. We're not terribly sick. And we say, you know, I, I suppose I could go into work today, but you know what, I, I, I'm going to call in sick. I'm going to call in sick today. And our kids see that. Do not be surprised, parents, when Sunday morning, about 8.30 in the morning, your kids start feeling a little bit sick. And they think, you know, maybe I should just stay home from church today. Where have they learned that from? Our kids, our kids see our obedience to the authorities God has placed over us. Our submission to the elders. God has given us a blessing in elders to help us in our walk with him. How well do we listen to them? How do we respond to them? How do we talk about them? Our kids hear that. And if we disrespect those in authority over us, do not be surprised when our children look exactly like their parents. They will learn obedience, parents, from you. What it looks like to properly obey the authorities God has put over you. Now, kids, be, be sure, we as parents make mistakes. We are fallen, we are sinful as well. And then, and then we also have the opportunity to model what repentance and what forgiveness looks like. So they'll learn that as well. God's given you parents, children, to teach you how to obey. And beyond that, of course, God has given you a perfect model in his son, Jesus Christ. Now, Christ is an example for us. He's much more than an example. But he also is an example of what it's like for a child to be obedient to parents. Maybe we forget that Jesus was a child. He knows what it's like to be three years old. He knows what it's like to be five years old, to be seven years old, to be 11 years old, to be 17 years old. Jesus knows what's that, what that is like. And he knows the responsibility to obey. Maybe you say, no, wasn't there that one time when Jesus disobeyed his parents? Remember they were in Jerusalem and it was time to go and Jesus stayed behind? Uh, we could look at that story another time, but just write this down. Look at Luke, Luke 2, verse 51. The end of that story, the encounter at the temple with Jesus and the teachers, says to, about his parents, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. Jesus was submissive to his parents, even though he knew more than them. We as kids sometimes think we know more than our parents, and I remember that. I was a kid. A long, long time ago, I was a kid. And we think we know more than mom and dad. Jesus really did know more than his mom and dad. And yet he was submissive unto them. That's the, the perfect model of what a child obeying parents looks like. And certainly Jesus not only submissive to his earthly parents, but submissive to his heavenly Father. 
Jesus says in John 6, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. The Son obeys the Father. The Son does the task the Father gave to him. And that glorious task was for our salvation. The Son came down that we might have life, that we might might know the truth of who God is, to, to pay for our sins, to give us his righteousness. His obedience was for our salvation so that we can begin to submit to our parents. Even even when it was difficult, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, with his eyes fixed on the cross, looking to the crucifixion, says to his Father, Take this cup from me, but not my will, but yours. Even when it was difficult, Jesus obeyed his heavenly Father. And sometimes obedience is hard. Sometimes obedience is very hard. Sometimes people will say to me, you know, it's just, it's just so difficult to follow God in this place. It's just so difficult to follow God in this way. And I try to respond lovingly. I try to respond pastorally. But I often say, when has difficulty ever been an excuse for disobedience? When has difficulty ever been an excuse for disobedience? Christ himself was obedient to his Father, even when it is difficult. Yes, it may be hard to obey at times. It may be hard, but it is always right to obey and to follow God. Because in in obeying our parents, there is great blessing for us as children. There are blessings for us now. And children, you know that. You know that when you obey mom and dad, things just go better. When you are arguing with them, when you are fighting with them, when you are disobeying them, it hurts. It hurts them, it hurts us. Things just go better when we do it God's way. Remember what Jesus, what we were reading here. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. You want peace in your life, then then obey mom and dad. This is the path of blessing God has laid out for us. If you're not feeling at peace, one of the first questions you should ask, if you're not feeling at peace with your parents, am I being obedient? Am I doing what God has called me to do? There is a a blessing now in being obedient to mom and dad. I can assure you, kids, no one on earth loves you more than your parents. God, the Father in heaven, loves us more, but no one on earth loves you more than your parents. And they want the best for you. And so they will discipline you at times. When you're young, you're little, and you're just learning to crawl, and and you see in the wall this this, uh, electrical socket, and it looks like your fingers might just, just maybe fit in those two little holes, mom and dad will come by because they love you, and they will slap your hand. Not because they don't love you, because they do love you. At times, they are called to discipline you. We're going to talk about that next week about discipline, uh, how parents are to discipline their children. But it's done out of love. 
out of concern. Kids, kids, as you get older, that slapping of hands may take different forms. But the reason behind it remains the same. Your parents love you. And sometimes that slapping of hands may take, take place in ways we don't like. When mom and dad say, no, you cannot stay out until 3 in the morning. You cannot do that. You must be home on time. When mom and dad say, no, no, you can't go to that party with those people. It will not be good for you. It may hurt us at the time, but it is done for our blessing. There's a, a blessing in obeying mom and dad. A blessing, now there's a blessing later. The uh, parallel passage, uh, when Paul writes the Ephesians, he says in Ephesians 6, Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you, and that you may live long in the land. Children who are obedient to parents tend to live long. Now we know there are times when God, in his inscrutable providence, takes young children out of this life. We know that that happens. But what tends to happen, so often children who are obedient to their parents will live a long life. They will not be gunned down in gang wars. They will not lie dying of a drug overdose. They've listened to mom and dad. They've heard the warnings. They've heard the instructions. And God blesses that. The first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you, that you may live long. You want a long and blessed life, children? Listen to mom and dad. Listen to their instruction. As you grow older, your relationship with your parents may change. You'll get a, a different relationship, perhaps a greater appreciation for them. And obedience to parents now is a blessing for the future. That we never have to go back to mom and dad and, and say how sorry we are for the words we spoke to them, for the disrespect we showed them how our actions were contrary to their instructions. When we obey mom and dad now, we never have to go back and, and regret lost years of peace and fellowship because we chose to go our own way. Those regrets can eat at us later in life. That'll never be the case when children obey their parents in the Lord. And of course, those who obey their parents, are instructed by their parents, embrace the truth their parents give them, which of course includes the truth of the gospel. Listening to mom and dad, listening to the instruction that they give, listen to the encouragement to, to put your faith, put your trust in Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ is their Savior. They know him. They know the comfort of belonging to him. They want that for you. It has been their prayer. It is their prayer that God would, would so work in your life that having heard the instruction they've given, you too, as children, would embrace this, this glorious truth and have the assurance of salvation, not because obeying parents earns us eternal life. 
No, since you have been raised, these things happen. Children who obey their parents embrace their parents' God and have a desire to follow Him as a result of what God has done, as God is working in their lives. Paul gives a very simple instruction. Children, obey your parents. This is God's desire for you. This is what God wants for you. This is, this is His gift because He loves you. He wants the best for your life. You will see that modeled in Jesus Christ Himself, who knew more than His mom and dad, but still submitted to them. God calls you children. He calls you to, to hear His Word. He calls you to obey your parents and everything, for in so doing, you're obeying your Father who is in heaven. Let's join together in prayer. Lord our God, your instructions to us can be so simple, but not always so easy. It's, it's at times hard for us as children to honor our parents, to properly obey them in everything. And yet this is your call to us, your call to Christian conduct in the home. So help all of us, O oh God, to be properly obedient to the authorities which you have placed over us. But we pray particularly for our children. We know that you love them. You love them so much you include them in your covenant relationship. We pray, O oh God, that you would help your word to sink deep in their hearts, that they might know the truth, they might embrace the truth, they might love the truth, and they might live the truth. For your word is truth. Bless them in a particular way, O oh God. Help us as parents as we seek to, to train them in your ways. And in all of this, O oh God, will you receive the honor and glory. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We turn to number 237 in the Psalter hymnal.